Hey guys, welcome to Level Up Rewind. These are throwback bite-sized clips for anyone that wants to tune in on the go. And now whether you've signed on with a coach or whether you've joined an online program, you know, they're, they're a lot different. Um, obviously with a coach, depending on what they offer, you will get that individual service. Now, you naturally you get the best results from that. Um, however, if, if you're not at that point where you want a coach and you've um, downloaded a program or looked online and gotten a program from somewhere, we need you to realize that you have to tailor that to yourself still because a program is often cookie cutter. It's a beautiful entry point, often a lot cheaper, um, but don't take it as gospel. You know, you need to still learn to be able to change things for you and your lifestyle. And it's not the end of the world if you don't follow it to a T. Because no offense, if it's cheap, it's not for you really. It's just for your market or your goal, but it's not actually tailored to you. So if you want to get the most out of your training, you need to know how to swap and change based on your lifestyle. Absolutely. There is a huge difference between coaching and programming. And I think there's a bit of confusion in the industry as well. And sometimes people that sell programs call themselves coaches too, and that's fine. Like people can use that language, but it's important to know, are you following a program or are you being coached, right? Two very, very separate services. In my opinion, a a program is a product. You're buying Mm. something. You're going to the supermarket, you're buying it. Mm. Someone else can come in and buy that same thing too, right? Need Mm. it too. You're buying a product. Mm. Whereas when you're um, getting coaching, it's a service. Like you go get your hair cut. Our hair's all going to look different when we come out. It's a service that's customized to us, right? Product and service. Now, the other way you can think about it is the the programming can be the what, like it's it's a physical what it is, whereas coaching is the how, right? Mm -hmm. Both are equally important, but the how you do something is just as important as what it is, right? Like your program's still going to be customized and all those sorts of things to get the most best results and again like what you mentioned Danny it's also about recognizing that not everyone wants coaching right some people are at a space where they just want a training program they want a product and that is so fine there's nothing Mm. wrong with that we're not saying that that's um like suboptimal or whatever it's where you are in your life and what serves you at that point but I think it's just really integral to know as you know am I having coaching or am I having programming right Mm. in the industry it's it's very different so it's important to know that Yeah, yeah. And again, we always go on about uh, laying the expectations out early. Um, If if you're about to sign up for a program, they'll say, yep, you get this, this, this. Or if you're going to sign up with a coach, often there's a conversation that's first. So just lay the expectations um, and then neither of you will be confused or upset with the um, product or the method that you've signed up for. But again, like just remember, if it's if it works for someone else, it might not always work for you. Yes, a coach can have beautiful track record with many different clients, and that's great, and that's what draws us to them. Um, but still just be mindful just because someone on Instagram talks the loudest and they're like, my way's the best, do this, don't do that. Just be mindful. Um, it might not work for you, but that's the beauty of trial and error as well. Give it a go, see what you enjoy doing, and then that's how you just navigate through it. There's no one answer to everything, you know. Yeah. It depends. But yeah. if someone tells you it depends, make sure they can justify why. Mm. Okay, there always has to be some sort of follow up explanation. And coaches love explaining. You know, if you come to a coach with curiosity, you know, you and I, we love educating people and sharing our our reasoning to people because that gives them the tools, that gives them the fishing rod so they can go and catch their own fish rather than just throwing them the fish at the end. 
Yeah, absolutely right. I was um, reading somewhere or heard something along the lines, if someone repeats a bad habit or if they're like stuck, they're constantly doing something, it means they haven't done the thinking for themselves. Mm. And when I thought about that, I was like, oh, you know, how often do we just give the answers? You know, so a, a great coach, a great mentor is going to challenge you and make you do the thinking, right? When you get asked a question, you look up because you're trying to find space in your brain, you're trying to think, mm-hmm. right? You're actually developing the answers. Mm-hmm. And when we do the thinking for ourselves, which Luke has made me done with this house, you, <laughs> know, you can find it all on your own. I've got the answers, but I'm not going to show them to you. Oh, um, do you hate him for it? <laughs> I want the answers, right? And this is natural, right? As a mm-hmm. client, as someone who's a bit naive or novice to something, we just want the answers. But when we learn that just getting something given to us, we actually don't learn like from a um, from like a neuroscience lens, we don't develop the pathways to be able to learn this habit and ingrain it. Um, mm. Because that thinking part, that process, that, that trial and error, that internal dialogue that we have, it actually develops the long-term answers for us. Yes. So when it comes to these sorts of processes, right, really integral and another I guess advantage of a coach right like you're you're having someone work with you to change habits and behaviors right and the way in which you do things Mm. like your movement patterns for Mm. example so it's really important there's just to understand that individuality is a really important consideration when it comes to training whether you do that with a coach or yourself yeah um it doesn't matter but it's just important to know know that difference Oh, yeah. And I think we all learned that the hard way in school where you try and just learn all the answers to the test, but you wouldn't actually learn how to problem solve. I'm just thinking of in maths, like, you know, at the start of high school, I would just try and rote learn everything and or memorize the answers to a multiple choice and a practice thing, get in there and you haven't actually learned. So if a whole nother equation comes up, you don't know how to solve it because you've just learned the answer. And that's very much the same as this. We need to learn how to solve the equation and what to do there um, for the longevity because we're all here to train forever, right? Mm. Not just in a period that we're with a coach or not with an eight-week program that we've downloaded. We need to do this forever. Um, mm. So learn how to do it forever. And it's so fun to have that control and power and be like, yeah, you know, I'm quite busy on the weekend. I'll shuffle my workouts around or I've got a big shift on Monday. I won't do legs mm. that day. It's so empowering. And then mm. you don't get derailed and you don't, um, you know, throw, as you say, the baby out with the bathwater. You just, oh, did I use it right? You yes. did. Well done. Yes. You know, <laughs> you, you get to have that power to yeah. take things into your own hands. Yeah. Choice, right? So mm. powerful. It's so empowering to have choice. Like I, I like when I first started um, my health and fitness journey, you know, I did have anxieties in certain areas about training and nutrition and steps and cardio. I had a lot mm. of uncertainty because you just thought, have to hit 10K. Yeah. Have to stick to these macro targets. You know, close enough was not good enough mm. in certain periods. And you that's restrictive, right? that's restrictive but when we can broaden our our choice capacity because we have a broader understanding because we've had to do the problem solving and thinking and the navigation ourselves you know we do have more flexibility and it does become a lifestyle you know and that's the biggest difference and I think that that mindset habit piece is just an integral part that's missing from a lot of coaching and programming, right? A lot of people Mm. go to, I guess, um, challenges and those sorts of things, and that's fine. Everyone can do what they want. I've been there as well. Uh, Great entry point. But then I I feel as though you graduate from it. You know, like if you're still doing challenges after a couple of years, I question why. And it's like, it's fine if it's like, I just enjoy it. That's fine. But if it's like, because we think that that's the answer or if we're on a bit of like a negative 
feedback loop or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. It's just about getting curious and being like, how can I do the thinking for myself, potentially with someone else, you know, so that I can have this lifestyle and not feel like it's just this program or this or this or this. It has to be that. It's that choice. Mm. I love that. And that's very much the reason why we're making this episode, not to stop people from doing challenges or getting programs. Like if that makes you happy, keep doing it. But every day you and I get people reaching out who are stuck and need help. So here we're sharing the missing puzzle pieces as to why you may get stuck or why you might feel that you've tried everything and nothing works. You know, we hear it every day. So the answers are a little bit deeper than, you know, knees out, chest up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So often, so often, right? Like even cues, cues are very individualized when it comes to training. One cue does not work for another person, right? It's Mm -hmm. really important. Um, But I guess that moves on to our next point that if you want a different result, you need to try something different. Mm. And marrying that up with our first point, like so often we tie our current successes to the way in which we've done things. And even I've been getting a little bit curious about this with nutrition, for example. I'm like, cool, there's flexible dieting. You know, and to us, it feels like that's all inclusive. Like that's mm. the only way because it's what we've always done and we've had huge amounts of success mm. doing it. And it's definitely the philosophy that aligns with me. But, you know, I've been forced as a coach working with like a lot of different clientele to step into different ways of eating as well and learn more about them, like intuitive eating, foundational dieting, like just habits and behaviors with um, portion sizing and all those sorts of things. So I think it's really important to understand that that is the growth mindset that we need to have in other areas too. Like how else can I get a good result, right? For me or for others. And I guess that's an integral part of coaching, like integral. Um, It's not what works for you as a coach is not going to work for everyone. And you need to Mm. have more, more things in your toolkit for to understand that as well. Um, Mm. But then when it comes to you as an individual, it's also about not trying to attach a certain result to a certain way, right? It's, it's, it's not necessarily the case, but it definitely feels like it, you know, yeah. and that's a scary place to be because if life changes, if circumstances change and you don't know how to adapt and be flexible and try different ways that suit that, you know, if your priorities change and you're still doing the same thing. For example, a comp prep finishes and you're still hitting everything to the T for the next five years running, mm. you know, it's a red flag to me. I'm like, ooh, do we not, have we not had that flexibility to be able to pull yeah. back? And, you know, do you know what I'm saying with that? Oh, absolutely. It is a little bit of a red flag if someone can't let go of their processes. They're holding onto it for safety, you know. And, again, we all need to recognise that in other people and not. It's easy just as a default emotion just to get angry, isn't it, and frustrated at people. But you need to step back and be understanding and empathetic still show Mm -hmm. dominance as a coach and you know you're confident but still allow them to feel heard Um, because it is so important to go through trial and error particularly as a coach as well because if we've had an injury if we tried keto if we tried all these things we know what it feels like emotionally to be trying these things and then it's more ammo for us to be able to say yeah, no, it actually, it doesn't feel nice doing keto. It it feels shit having an injury, you know. We need to know what those things feel like to then back ourselves with what we're passionate about and our methods as well. So I'm all about trying intuitive eating or trying, you know, a different way of training just to see what it's like. And it's yep. fun as well. And, yeah, it just helps us be confident in why we do our methods. <laughs> 